Hello, 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 and welcome back to Give Me More Reality. It's me, Kylie. Um, so we are now on to episode two. Um, whoever has been listening, thank you very much. Um, and we're just going to keep on going on. Um, this week, I was, though, able to um, uh, create it to where the podcast is now available on, we have it on Stitcher, Apple, I think Amazon and Spotify. So things are moving along, everyone. It's a, it's a crazy process. I had no idea what went into what podcast before. And wow, wow, we woes. My eyes have been opened. It is not an easy situation. I know a lot of people, um, you know, that do do podcasts, probably people that are, you know, a lot more celebrities, if I will say, um, that do podcasts, definitely have a team behind them. Um, but me being a, you know, again, I just have a very, you know, typical just weekday job. So I don't have nobody to help me with this shit. So here we are. And you know what? We're making it all work slowly but surely. So that's all that matters. And we're, I'm not getting these episodes out as quickly as I would like, because it definitely, this has all been quite the learning curve for me, but you know, we're making it happen. So I am kind of, I know I'm recording this on Sunday night. So episode three is probably playing right now of Shaza Sunset. And I'm just now getting to recording episode two, but that's okay. We're going to get, we're going to get it all taken care of, you know? So we're going to get on track here sooner rather than later. So at least now I'm able to at least um, distribute the podcast um, to more, um, you know, I guess I don't know what the word really is, but just being able to get the podcast more out on more networks so it's more um, accessible to people. So we're getting there. We are getting there. So let's just go ahead and get into the, the podcast. So we are on episode two. Um, of Shaza Sunset. So this episode, we are headed to Palm Springs. Whoop, whoop. Um, so, and wow, wow, we was. What a ride that Palm Springs is about to be. So this is just the beginning. Um, so we start off the episode. We have um, Nima and Mike. Um, I don't know what they were going to do exactly or if they were just hanging out or maybe, you know what, maybe they were on the way to MJ's. I don't remember right now. But anyways, I thought it was just very interesting that um, you know, Nemo was trying to help out Mike because Mike got stuff on his on his shirt or something because he's eating in the car. And I thought, you know what? Nemo is truly a man right after my own heart. The fact that he had a, a tied stick handy in his vehicle, I mean, swoon. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Thank you. Because you know what? Accidents are going to happen. And let's be prepared. Let's be prepared. So thank you, Nima. So he gave Mike the Tide Stick to help out with whatever messy, you know, I don't think any Tide Stick is big enough for the mess that is Mike, but for the food situation, that Tide Stick did help in that time. Um, he also had cologne in the car, which I appreciated. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, smell good all the time. I just love it. Love it, love it, love it. I really do like Nima. I give him a hard time, but I really do enjoy Nima quite a bit. He seems like just quite a sensitive little lad, but, um, you know, good for the show though. Good for the show. I think he keeps everybody a little grounded, which I appreciate. So, um, 
So I completely, I had laughed out loud because so Mike and Nima are discussing the whole situation with the text messages that, um, and I, again, hardcore air quotes here, um, the text messages that, or the hacking, I should say, um, that Mike said was going on with his phone. Um, so I laughed so hard. So Nima said, because Mike tried to tell him, you know, I don't even know what WhatsApp is. Like she was messaging me. He was saying that the girl that he got the messages from was messaging him on WhatsApp and he doesn't know what WhatsApp is, has never used it. And I love, love, love that Nima called him out and was like, what are you talking about? You do have WhatsApp. That's what our group chat is on. Our group chat is on WhatsApp. Oh, Michael, 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 Michael. You know, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are you talking about? Oh, goodness gracious. And so then Nima um, reads out some more of the text messages um, that, you know, we didn't get to hear in the last episode. And I was just like, wow, wow, we woes. Here we go. <laughs> So Mike said, so Mike sends a picture to this girl and says, send me a pic so I can finish. And then I guess the girl is, I guess, responds like, finish what? And he's like, I think he says like, um, so then I can come or something to like that effect. I'm trying to read my notes and I was writing them very frantically this week. I just was, had a lot going on. And kind of had to kind of rush through the beginning episode of the um, of this, and kind of rush through this for the second episode. So, anyways, um, but basically, he said, "So then I can come." Which, again, I am laughing out loud because now, listen, ladies, okay, we know good and well when a man, if you're sexting somebody, okay, and a man says to you, "Send me a pic so I can finish." Okay, we all know what the fuck that means. Okay, he's not saying so we can finish dinner or so then he can finish this conversation. No, he's trying to fucking come. Okay, he's trying like he's he's worked up. He's, he's hard as he's hard as he'll get out. Okay, and he's trying to relieve himself. He's trying to finish the situation that he has put himself in. That's what's going on. So what cracks me up is that this girl responds, finish what? So that tells you she wasn't in this for like a like a sex, like a sexting situation. I don't know. I feel like it was more so like she was just trying to kind of just see what she could get out of him. And, um, and Mike just basically lived up to everything that we already knew about him. So bravo, bravo. So, um, you know what, I will say this. Um, so let's move on from Mike. <laughs> so, you know, anyways, so we are getting into, um, I think we're getting ready to go to um, Palm Springs at this point. And, um, and you know what? Actually, we're not getting to Palm Springs yet. I am so sorry, you guys. So this is, um, I think this is when we meet Landon for the first time. So she says to MJ, you smell like a garden, dot, 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 a garden of flowers. So... <laughs> I just love that she had, I mean, because she did need to specify a garden of what? A garden of vegetables? What what kind of garden, Landon? So I'm glad that she specified a garden of flowers. Um, her grandma is a star. A star. Can we get Landon's grandma on the show? 
just saying. I would like to see more of her. I'd like to see her and MJ's mom together. I think those two would be a hoot. Okay, sidebar, everybody. I really think it would be great if we could just get an old bitty um, Real Housewives. Okay, let's get D. D. <laughs> let's get D from uh, Real Housewives of Dallas. Um, let's get Dale from, uh, that was, um, so D, if anybody is not sure, that was Deandra's mom from Real Housewives of Dallas. Dale is um, the mom of Tinsley from Real Housewives of New York. So I think those two, along with MJ's mom, and I am forgetting her name right now, but you all know who it is, and then getting this grandmother. Okay, let's get those four together. Let, let's just see what happens. I think that they would be amazing. I think they would, I, I, listen, I think it would be a treat. I think it would be a treat. That's just me. Anyways, back to Shaw's. Um, so Landon and MJ are talking in, um, I think they're at Landon's house and they were just, um, you know, so MJ was just divulging to her that she is feeling like, you know, her and Tommy are lacking in the romance department. And what I really enjoyed Landon saying and what, and I was like, listen, I can understand that. Like, that's a, that's a great little quote, put that on a t-shirt. Is she said, romance is an art. Not everyone is an artist. That one really sunk in for me. I don't know. I just thought like, wow, you know, you're absolutely right. It is an art and not everybody is an artist. You know, listen, I'm not an artist, but I do enjoy art, you know? Anyways, I don't know if that lands for anybody else, but I just thought that was a great, uh, a great situation. Now, I meant to look this up before, but I thought it was very interesting that, um, that MJ said that she's the type of tennis player that knows that Wimbledon is spelled with a D. I, I, I'm not great with, um, with English folks. So, um, I don't know if that's incorrect or, or, or not. I don't know when I didn't have the time to look it up and I haven't looked it up. So I just thought that was an interesting situation, that that was, that was how we were supposed to be able to know that she was good at tennis. But you know, <laughs> that's MJ for you. That is MJ for you. So, <laughs> so cut to Reza and Adam, they are taking a little, nice little hike together, um, which I thought was really sweet. What I did not like was the walking sticks that Adam busted out of his fucking trunk. And I don't know why, everybody, I don't know why, but I have a weird aversion to walking sticks. You know, and, and listen, that's that's my problem. That's nobody else's problem. Um, I just feel like if, if you're able to stand, you know what I mean? That you have no issue walking, like you have no need for walking sticks. I don't know. That's just me. That is just me. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. So if somebody can, if somebody hears this and can explain to me a little bit more as to why people that who don't have any sort of ailments need a walking stick, please, I'm all ears. I would like to know. I need that kind of sort of feedback to hopefully change my thinking because <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't understand it. So, Anywho, <laughs> anyways, and then, um, it looks like that. Okay. So, um, also Adam, his beard is, uh, it's insane. His beard is insane. He looks like a mountain man. He looks like a mountain man. So him and Adam are trying to have a serious conversation once they get to the top of this mountain. Um, and 
and they're talking about how, you know, um, that they still have the restraining order against Tommy and, you know, they're just, but they're trying to bring the group together. Again, I do not understand how you're going to try to bring a group together if you still have a restraining order against, um, against your friend's husband. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But, you know, who am I? Who am I? So and they're having a serious conversation and um, Reza sees what I believe to be a squirrel. And he says, is that a meerkat? I'm going to tell you something right now, Reza. There ain't no fucking meerkats in LA. There isn't. When have you ever seen a fucking meerkat? Never. 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 Unless you're at the goddamn zoo. I'm sure the meerkat incident, you know, they they just, they continue to talk about how they're going to try to just mend fences with everybody. And, you know, I don't even remember. I was, again, I went quickly through this. So I don't even know if they had even talked about the fact that if they were going to drop the restraining order at that time or not. Um, not sure, guys. So sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, so um, they're getting ready to, now they're finally getting ready to go to Palm Springs. <laughs> And, um, and we see Mike trying on a pair of white pants, white jean pants. And he says, wow, those are tight, but was still getting them, was still trying to put them on. Um, but I will tell you something. Once we saw him at MJ's, when they met up to get into the, um, the Hummer limo that they got for the trip, um, I was glad to see that Mike didn't wear those jeans, you know? So I thought, you know what? At least Mike can make one good choice. Made a good choice not to wear those jeans. So we are in the Hummer um, where Landon gets there. I'm super excited um, that we have um, Landon on the show to represent, um, you know, lesbians in the community here. I'm happy to have her on the show, clearly an ally for the LBGTQ community. So just want to just throw that out there in case anybody had any sort of question about that, I guess. I don't know. Anywho. Um, so just happy to see that she is on the show um, and going on this trip. Um, but unfortunate was the story that she did say that she had met Mike's, um, that she had met Mike before uh, via his penis. Yeah. Sounds right. Sounds right. That thing does get around. Um, it sounds like she's, it sounds like he sent a dick pic to a friend of hers and she ended up seeing the dick pic. So, you know, just Mike Thamo. He likes to send a dick pic. And, and, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what to, you know, I mean, that's fine. It's not like I'm unhappy to receive a dick pic. You know what I mean? I, I, I definitely enjoy a dick pic every now and again myself. So, you know, if I get them, I'm happy to have them. So anyways, I thought it was hilarious that, okay, so the group, so the groups are separated, okay, but they, of course, get two separate Hummer limos, and that hurt my soul for our environment, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to lie, it really did, I was just like, guys, couldn't we have gotten something, I don't know, a, a smaller, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, and, and then, um, Nima started talking about, um, they started talking about like threesomes and I guess Nima and his, um, with his, uh, now ex-wife, like it sounds like they had multiple threesomes and uh, his threesome experience made me sad. Not going to lie. He basically said that if I, he's like, listen, if I wasn't there, I don't think they would have noticed. And I was like, oh, yikes. I just felt bad for him. 
bad for him. At the time, while this is going on, they then start talking about um, Reza and Nima's beef. I did not understand why Reza and Nima had beef at this time whatsoever. So, I mean, if we cut to kind of closer to the end of the um, episode, it sounds like it was because um, because he had brought MJ to that pool party. And Reza saw that as him getting in the middle of their relationship. But then Nima, in that season, after that situation happened, apologized to Reza for bringing MJ and, you know, causing him to, you know, causing him to be, you know, upset or he apologized. He apologized for whatever hand that he had in that situation. So I was shocked that they were still, that this was still a problem. I did not realize. So I don't know. I don't know. And, and, and Mike is saying, and while we're in this limo, Mike starts discussing that, that there's forces getting in between um, him and Paulina's relationship. And listen, this isn't going to be the, probably the first time that I'm going to say this um, during this re reviewing of this, of this show, but it's fucking Mike's dick. Mike's dick is getting in the middle of him having a good relationship. Okay. I mean, listen, you just got to keep it in your pants, my guy. I mean, listen, it's happy. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Paulina would be okay with you looking. You know what I mean? Looking, no sexting, no touching. I feel like that's a pretty good compromise, no? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they really wanted to make it work. I don't know. But I. But this isn't something that Paulina should have to bring up to him, nor should it's something that she should have to compromise for herself. I'm getting too deep into this, but it's too much. It's too much. I can't believe that Mike told Paulina that she just needs to be strong. Can you fucking be strong, Mike? Can you get some willpower and keep your shit together? Keep your goddamn dick in your pants? Can you do that, Mike? Could you? Don't fucking tell Paulina to be strong. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Okay. So, um, the other... Hummer limo and going to the grocery store. Okay. The, the grocery list as Reza is rambling off what MJ has told him that they need to get, which I mean, listen, we know that was production, but anyways, um, <laughs> let's know what they needed to get their list. They had three carts, you guys, three full carts. And what I can only imagine to be, I mean, I mean, maybe like a fancy uh, Albertsons. It definitely wasn't like a Whole Foods or anything like that, but they spent $1,700. $1,700 at that grocery store. And they are only staying in Palm Springs for two days. I mean, I listen, I guess it is a lot of people. So they do have to feed a lot of people. But wow, so much food. So much food. Oh, goodness. So then they finally get to, so Hummer one with MJ, Nima, Landon, and Mike get to the house first. They all pick their rooms. And then we have Hummer 2 that gets there with the groceries. And that is Reza, Gigi, and Destiny. Okay. Reza immediately is pissed off that nobody was there to greet them. Now, number one, again, this could have been edited out. I don't know. But number one, did you message anybody to say that you were almost there? Did you? Because probably if you said something... And said, hey guys, we're almost there. Can you help with the groceries? I think people might have came and helped, no? Who am I? You know, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm just too rational. Too rational, I guess. So he gets pissed off about them not helping with the groceries. And let's be honest, 
We all knew MJ wasn't going to help with the groceries, whether Reza had messaged before or not. MJ wasn't about to lift a finger for those fucking groceries. She'd be happy to put them away, but she ain't about to walk back and forth. Nothing against her. Trust me, I don't like bringing groceries in either. I'll take care of them, but I don't want to fucking bring them in. Hate it. Just like a Higgin gaff. Just saying. All right. So, <laughs> so they are taking care of the groceries. And I love how MJ is basically, so who's standing in the kitchen? MJ, Nima, Reza. MJ literally looks over to Reza and says, um, Reza, about, like, are you going, are you and Reza, are, are you and Nima going to be talking? Like, are you guys going to resolve this? And I'm like, why are y'all talking? Like, Nima's not standing right there. And Reza literally responded to MJ like Nima wasn't standing there. He, like, said something like, you know, we'll just, we'll have to see, you know, um, we have some things that we need to work out. Yeah, no shit. But why are y'all talking like this man isn't standing there? He's literally standing in front of you. <laughs> oh, goodness. It kills me. It kills me. I just, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Reza then like freaks out on, on Nima about this whole situation with it, it. Basically he was saying that Nima got into the middle of the 30 year for a friendship. I, you know, kind of touched on that earlier, which I just thought was just so crazy. I don't know. And I'm definitely on Nima's side with this. He's like, listen, I've already apologized and I don't know what else you want me to do. Like, I thought we squashed this. But now you're saying that we didn't like, uh, what the fuck? And and um, Nima did make a good point um, in saying that basically that Reza is mad that he fucked up, and now it, it's it's hard for him to accept that he has fucked up. But it's easier for him to say that Nima is wrong, and that Nima is the reason why the situation got so escalated and why he said what he said. No, Reza, you're still responsible for your actions. Just because Nima brought MJ to the pool party still does not take away the fact that you said some extremely inappropriate things to MJ from a balcony where there are multiple people at a party. You yelled it down from a balcony. Okay? So you got to take responsibility for those actions and stop trying to put your fucking shit on Nima. I don't know. Listen, I'm not a, I'm not a, not a psychist, psych, psychiatrist. <laughs> so I'm just saying, but I just thought that Nima did definitely hit it, hit the nail on the head. Um, Nima got very heated and he said, I'm going to knock, I'm going to knock, um, I'm going to knock him out is what he said. I laughed. I laughed, I laughed, I laughed, I laughed so hard because Nima's not going to knock out anyone. Okay. Listen. I understand the anger that 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 would that would bring you to feeling like you want to knock somebody out, but you're not going to knock anybody out, Nima. Love you, but you're not going to knock anybody out. So, there's that. <laughs> so, um, finally, they're back into the um, Reza and Nima are back in the kitchen again. Landon comes by, and you know she is. I think she is a, a, a like counselor, psychologist, or therapist, um, whatever word you want to use. I'm not really sure what her exact licenses are in or exact degrees, but um, she comes in and basically tells them like, "Why don't you guys say two nice things about each other?" 
And I thought they were both like very sweet. And that's again, again, another reason why I like Nima. Like, listen, he could, he was pissed off, but he like sincerely had some really good things that he like really enjoyed about Reza. And you can tell that he's so genuine in what he's saying. He's so genuine. Like he really does like love these guys. Like he loves this group and it's so important to him to have them in, in his life. And I just, you know, you can just see it in the show. You can just see it in his face. So he's just so genuine. I just love it. So, um, but you can tell like, so Gigi's watching this whole situation. She's not here for it. She's not here for saying two nice things about anybody. She doesn't give a shit. She's like, thanks, no thanks. But please tell me, why does Nima and Gigi have an issue? Can anybody tell me that? I don't know. Did something happen that I'm... Listen, again, I didn't watch the whole season last year. So I'm sure we're going to touch on it at some point. But I don't know what the fucking problem is. So anybody fill me in, please. Um... And then, okay, so then we're getting into everybody's kind of like going outside and, you know, um, MJ wants it to be like it's 2010 when they were, you know, all just like, you know, friends, there was no drama and which I thought was a great thing. You know what I mean? Just trying to kind of bring light to it and kind of also get everybody just to remember the beginning, you know, when everybody was, um, when the show just like first started and they were just, you know, friends that, you know, just come together and started this show. So well, I, I should say for, you know, acquaintances that were picked and started to show. <laughs> just keeping it real, everybody. So, you know, everybody's around kind of just breaking off, doing their own things and, you know, kind of being together. Anyways, Gigi and Landon kind of break off and um, her and Landon just start talking about um, about what Landon does, which um, she's in therapy for light or she does. Uh, therapy for people that, um, you know, for relationships. And I think she said something else that I didn't write it down, but, um, so GTA just gets into the fact that she doesn't believe that she's, um, that she's capable of, of sticking in like a monogamous relationship and uh, that's just not for her. So she's going to look into polyamory. I think is how you say that. I have no idea, but a poly relationship. Now, here's my thing. I don't think that truly I, you know, this is just based off of what I have seen. So I don't know. This just, again, this is my opinion. Okay. I just don't know if that is really what Gigi really wants. I think that she has had people in the past that have fucked her over and do not know how to handle her. And she just hasn't found a, a person that can really understand her. And she's had too many people in her personal family relationship life where she has just been completely misunderstood and so it's hard for her to be thinking that she's going to be monogamous and I think that it is just a kind of um a wall that she would like to just put up in the sense of being in a poly relationship so then she doesn't have to completely give her feelings to somebody just to one person I don't know I that's just where I'm coming from in that but you know Anyways, so then we get into, um, you know, we're starting to do resolutions that everybody has for 2010. So, you know, they're kind of, again, they're just trying to kind of think back to what, you know, thing, how things used to be. How, number one, I noticed that um, Reza has on a Versace gold robe that Mike calls him out for that cost $10,000 for a robe. I don't know how I feel about that. 
listen, I guess if I was like, you know, really making some great, great money, I mean, maybe I would spend $10,000 on a Versace robe, but I just, I don't think that I would. I don't think that I would. I feel like there's so many other things that that money could go to. <laughs> that a robe is not one of them. It's not one of them. There's many other Versace things, sure, that I would buy. But the robe? No. What the fuck is that robe made out of? What is it made from that makes it cost $10,000? Jesus. But anyways, he is chugging Pepto-Bismol. And he's drinking. So my thing is, is like, do you have like an ulcer or something? Like maybe you shouldn't be drinking then if we're chugging Pepto-Bismol. Just saying. Also, we have Landon calling out for anybody that has any Midol. You know, her cramps are rocking her. Which, listen, I understand. Been there. I have terrible cramps as well. And I get it. But also, Landon, you're on a reality show. Okay? Got Reza, got Reza gulping down Pepto-Bismol. You're screaming out for my doll. I, like, I need everybody to get it together. Hello? Okay? <laughs> you're on candid camera, everybody. But, you know, listen, I, listen, if that didn't happen, I... I'm happy, listen, I'm happy that it did happen as much as I'm talking shit about it right now. I thought it was a great, a great moment. So, um, Mike starts getting upset. I'm not even really too sure why exactly. I can't remember what it was. Um, and, oh yeah. And then, and then, uh, Gigi like said something. It was like some one liner of her like resolution basically was like, I'm not the bad guy. And y'all figure it out soon or something like that. <laughs> it's like cool resolution, Gigi. Thank you. Thank you for your thank you for your time. Um, and then um I think like Mike's was just like his was like not to let things like get to him. Cut to not even two minutes later, him letting things get to him. So glad that fucking worked out. Um and I thought it was nice that Gigi did go to him and was like, listen, maybe you just need to tell her that like you being in a monogamous relationship is just not for you. And he's just like, he basically just kind of brushes her off and is like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's not what's going on. And it's like, listen, we know what's going on. So, and that's what Destiny did um, call him out for at the, at the table as well. And was just like, because it sounds like Destiny's pretty good friends with Paulina. And Paulina has kind of confided in Destiny in this, and telling her that, like, this is not the first time that something like this has happened. So Destiny knows more deeds than what Mike would like. Um, and, yeah, so basically called him out of the table. And was like, this is not the first time that this has happened. And Mike kind of loses his shit a little bit. So, you know, not surprised. I want to say if I'm remembering correctly, I feel like it left it on a to be continued. So we still got some more time in Palm Springs at this point. It looks like Paulina is going to be coming in. Also in the preview, we see Mike doing some sort of apology and stating that he wasn't being honest. So I'm wondering if he's going to cop to the fact that he was sexting this girl and is going to basically be truthful about it. I don't think so because it seems like this is quite a situation for the whole season, um, especially since we know that Mike gets kicked out of Destiny's house at some point. So, and it's over his relationship with Paulina. So, unless Mike cheats again, um, again, would not be a surprise. Um, I don't know what exactly is is going to happen there um, with his little toast that he's doing. Um, but, 
you know, we'll see. I'm intrigued to see how, I, I still don't understand why Nima and Gigi are not, are not talking. Um, nobody has really said anything about that yet, but I'm hoping that we'll figure that out while we're in Palm Springs. Um, it looks like also MJ and Gigi are going to be talking at some point as well to kind of work that out. And the thing is, it's like, they're never going to be like super good friends. I mean, they're probably going to save face for the show, but, but truly they have had too much go on um, in that show you know, between the two of them. So I can understand Gigi keeping her space um, or keeping her distance and just, you know, not sure how she's going to kind of deal with that whole situation, but I'm intrigued to see. So that was pretty much it for episode two. I may be missing some stuff. Again, I really wish to do it this week, guys. So thank you for hanging in there with me with that. Um, I am going to do my best to do episode three tomorrow um just to try to get back on track here just um but you know like i said we're still figuring this all out and yeah so just I, you know i hope whoever listens just stick with me in this and um you know we're gonna get there i do want to add more i, I do want to try to cut down on how long i am reviewing um shaw's and try to add in another show as well um i know that potomac is going to be starting soon guys and Oh dear. If you have not seen the trailer, please, 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 please watch it. It looks great. So I want to be able to review that show. I love that show so stinking much. I wish I would have started the podcast sooner to do reviews of Married to Medicine. I love that show with all my heart. I've watched it since the first season. So good, guys. So, so good. There's never been a dull season. This season has not been, I would say, has not been as great as other seasons. But listen, they've given us so many good seasons that I'm like, listen, I'm going to still hunker down with you guys. And it's still a good show. So good. So, so good. So, um, so I'm going to try to cut these reviews down, try to Little, a little bit tighter on um, exactly what I'm all going over um, so I can review something else as well instead of be able to review multiple things um, in one show instead of only one. So it's just I have so much to say. I love these shows, you guys, and I have so many thoughts and opinions about, about everything. So I'm going to do my best, <laughs> but I love these shows. So, um, and I really do want to do, um, I think Love After Lockup starts in June. So, I mean, what, which is like tomorrow. Um, so <laughs> I do want to do um, a podcast, um, do reviews for that as well, um, which I might um, do separate podcasts for those more muckier shows, if you will, um, and keep our, keep our Bravo shows in another, another bracket. So you know, a lot of ideas, but like I said, still just kind of working out the kinks and all this stuff, still trying to figure it all out. So again, I just, I appreciate whoever is out there listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope that you enjoy it. Please. Again, if you have any, um, oh, I, and I also just started the, um, Instagram page as well. So it is at give me more reality. 
Um, so please follow that. Um, and yeah, like I said earlier, you should be able to now find um, this podcast on multiple different streaming system and or, you know streaming platforms. And you know, please just like, subscribe, um, and yes, just thank you all. And this has been another episode of Give Me More Reality. Thank you so much.